Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now, here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to Funding the Dream. My name is Richard Bliss. Our guest today has been on the show, but it's literally been almost two years since my guest was last on the show. But you are aware of his work because just a few episodes ago, in episode 186, I covered one of his blog posts about nine things to do during your uh, downtime or the dead zone of your Kickstarter project. And it was extremely popular, listened to many times. And so I thought, if you like his content when I read it, Let's just bring him on the show. So I want to welcome Tyler James. Tyler, welcome to the show. Richard, thanks for having me back. Um, it's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I've really been enjoying the show. You guys sort of taken it to the next level, and uh, yeah, I, mean, I get a lot from it every uh, every time I listen to it. So, I'm flat. I am yeah. flattered because. Um, I look at your website and the content that you're creating for the Kickstarter or crowdfunding community as a whole, and you've got a lot of good content there. So let me just tell people kind of what what you do and who you are. You're um, you're the creator of or the founder of Comics Tribe. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, Comics Tribe is both an online resource for comic book and graphic novel creators, and then um, we we also uh, try to do the damn thing ourselves. We uh, we're an imprint. That's um, now distributed worldwide uh, through the biggest comics distributor, uh, but we also do a lot of crowdfunded projects and, and very uh, direct to uh, our fans uh, outreach, and Kickstarter is a big part of that. You mean there's more than one comic book distributor? <laughs> well, there's uh, I there's, there was there only are a few, but really, really, there's there's a, there's one monopoly. Yeah, that, uh, all right. That kind of serves as ninety ninety five percent of the market. Yeah, I was just gonna make sure. I, you know, I, I don't know everything about that market, but that's one thing I do know about that market is that it is kind of dominated by one. Comics Tribe is spelled with an X. C O M I X Tribe dot com, and you have a ton of content when it comes to. Um, advice for Kickstarter. Now this is, you have a Kickstarter campaign running right now. It's called yep. red, the red 10, the red 10. And this is your third project, right? Yeah. The th third one I've done. Um, red 10 is a series that I've been doing for a while. It's, uh, sort of how I would kill off the justice league. If DC was crazy enough to let me, they're not, <laughs> um, but uh, it's a superhero murder mystery. That's like a, a mashup between, Agatha Christie's and then there were none, uh, but with a superpower reimagining. So, uh, graphic novel, hardcover, and, uh, yeah, we, we've got it on Kickstarter after, uh, after completing the first arc. So we're, we're trying to bring it to, uh, that glorious hardcover, uh, format that, that I love anyway. Now, how, how long is the, your well, how long have you run, been running the project? Cause you're doing, uh, you're doing pretty good. You're, uh, you're 80% funded. Really? Yeah, we're eighty percent funded. Uh, about four days into the campaign, um, so I had a good uh, a, a good day to to kick it off, and and you know we're uh, we're nice and on track, and we still got some some pledge levels and some rewards and some uh, special incentives and goodies that I roll out sort of throughout the campaign to to keep things fresh and interesting. Um, I don't uh, I don't turn over all the cards on day one, um, so uh, so yeah. I, I'm feeling pretty confident, you know, anytime you launch these things, no matter, like, I've probably been the most prepared for this one, but the least confident just because... You're more prepared, you're, right. You're, yeah, yeah, you know, like, you're always sort of waiting for the, uh, 
for the bottom to fall out because Kickstarter has been such a game changer. It's, uh, you know, but we did. We talked. I think, yeah, two years ago we talked about that. We talked about the change that it was having on impact on the industry at the time. Two years ago, your first project, Oxymoron, did very well. Twenty six thousand uh, dollars for a hardcover graphic novel. Uh, that's that's awesome. Um, but even since then, because we talked about the impact it was having then, but since then, I mean, I got to believe, how long has Comics Tribe been around? Uh, this is, we're into our third year. Uh, so about halfway, halfway through our third year almost. So I've got to uh, believe actually that. Actually being an official publishing imprint, yeah. So I've got to believe that there's been some impact Kickstarter has had on, as you've been part of this industry. Has there? I mean, I uh, assume. Oh, I mean, it, it's. It's huge. It's injected. Um, it's injected just a ton of capital into the comics industry, which um, you know has, especially on the indie side, is uh, you know just a very tough, tough way to um, to, to to build. And um, I think it's, it's been amazing. I mean, you know, right now, and at, a, at any given point for the past uh, couple of years, there's 150 projects that are. Uh, Seeking funding, and half of them are going to get half of them are going to get funded statistically. Um, and, and you know, I, I think more. Um, they, they've done studies to show that, like, if, if comic, if Kickstarter were a publisher, it would be uh, like just number two or something behind Marvel. Um, really? So, yeah, and uh, just in terms of, of the amount of revenue and, and stuff that's, that's going into it, so. And, and, um, and so we're talking about, and so each project lasts about about a month. So that means every month there's about 140 new projects on Kickstarter that are comics, and so that means about 70 to 80 new comics are being created every month. How does that how does that compare to the normal, traditional creation of comics? I mean, yeah. So I mean, on the the comics charts that put out, they usually report about the, the top 400. So um, anything up below 400 comics that are re- that are released each month probably aren't ordered in enough uh, by retailers to be sustainable. So you're really looking about between you know 400 450 comics that actually get released out to stores each month. So compared to that, you know, uh, still the comics, new comics that come out each week are are being funded on uh on Kickstarter at any given time. That's so, 20%. You know. I mean, that's 20%, yeah. right? That's uh that's a pretty big number. It's got to make somebody Okay, well there's all kinds of things we can talk about the comic industry because I think some people would think and, and it's similar to the board game. I thought comics were dead, right? That's that's what often we hear. Um, aren't comics dead? But now with the whole movies and all of those tie-ins, obviously people are becoming more interested. Are you? Uh, I mean, I guess you know. The, it depends what you think about when you when you think about comics, and and I think the um, a lot of people's uh, notions of what comics are are just dead wrong. I mean, what's the biggest show on television? Is The Walking Dead, and uh, you know, and while that as, as Successful as that show has been, um, Robert Kirkman sold 150 million dollars worth of uh, trades in the bookstores last year of the graphic novels. So he did what? Like, I mean, you know, and you can check my math, but 
but uh, the, those numbers come out. It, there's real money in, in at least, well, that's, of course, but that's the outlier. But then again, you know, you, you want to look at where pop culture is going to be in five years. Go into a comic store right now because um, every, you know, every month you're going to hear about a, a, a great uh, independent comic book series um, that is getting picked up for a movie or for a television treatment or um, so, you know, it, the, the art form and, and then, you know, you just saw that Amazon bought Comixology, which is the biggest distributor of digital comics and, and, you know, for an undisclosed amount of money that was probably a whole lot. So, you know, I, if anything, and, and then the other thing that I will say is we are in a new golden age of quality for, for comic books. The, the quality for comic stories has never been higher than it has been. In the, Explain uh, that. What does that nowadays. mean? New golden age of, I, what does that mean? I, in terms of quality, I, the, the, the content has never been as good as it is today. And, and there are books out there that um, will, will blow your mind as to how good they are. Um, and, and so if, 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 if it's been a while since you, you've read a comic book, uh, go out and pick up Day Trippers and tell me it's not one of the best things you've ever read in your life. Or, um, or you know, grab The Walking Dead in graphic novel form because it's completely different but just as good as, as this TV show. And, and, and so, you know, I, and, and the fact that with the Internet and with the, uh, the interconnectedness of everything, the, the, the talent is so great because now we're, we've got a global... Uh, interconnected uh, talent pool to pull writers and artists from. I mean, at Comics Tribe, I, I worked with guys from uh, a half dozen countries in the past year, um, and and sometimes sometimes all of those guys on on just one book. Um, so it, it's 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 a great time to be a comic book creator and and a hell of a great time to be a reader. Um, and and I, I will just get one one plug in on on May third of this year and the first Saturday in every May uh, is Free Comic Book Day. So you can go into um, any comic book shop or just about any comic book shop in the country, and uh, they're going to have about, about 60 titles of absolutely free books for you to choose from. Uh, comic Shop actually has two titles out uh, that day, so uh, you know, feel free to grab one of ours too. But it's an awesome thing. They're going to give away about probably five or six million copies uh, on May 3rd uh, of free books uh, to, to, to readers. So find yourself a comic book shop and, and, uh, and check out some good stuff. Uh, there's two uh, within uh, just a, a couple of miles of, of where I live, and so uh, I'll have to go. I'll have to go check that out. And of course, I'll, I'll have to hit you up about okay, day trippers. Um, I'm guessing you you use the. And I hate to be ignorant, but I love the fact that I get to learn so much just talking to somebody like you that's so much more informed. So you, we're talking about this golden age and you talked early right at the beginning of the sh uh, show you just mentioned when we first started here about the the amount of money that's flowing in so why is comic books why was it hard before and why is it not as hard and so successful today I, uh, that's kind of a, a dumb question but you see what i'm saying is this a couple well, of uh, a couple okay. of years ago it wasn't a golden age and so is it this co connectivity? Is it everybody connecting? Is it artists coming out of countries that they'll work for a lot less money, and so you get access to world-class artists without having to pay the money? I mean, what is it? Well, so I don't want to. I don't want to give the impression that it's easy. <laughs> it's it's still damn hard, and you know, and some of those things that make it great 
also mean that there's, you know, the competition and, and the amount of stuff out there and the amount of great content that you can get on the web for free uh, makes it uh, potentially uh, difficult to get attention for your, your stuff that you want to eventually get paid for. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the Internet, it's, it's definitely changed the way things are, uh, are for, for creators. And, and just a, part of, the, part of the, the challenge for um, comics creators is that it's such a labor-intensive um, activity. And then once you ma- and, and then you've made the comic, and now you have to put in probably twice as much work as, as it was just to create the damn thing to actually get it to people and market it and sell it and get it, get it out, out there in the world um, to, to any success. And um, but, but what social media, um, the ability to put things on the web for free and, and attract an audience and, and then, you know, capture that audience and build your platform, um, and then having really smooth uh, crowdfunding tools like Kickstarter um, really makes the, or changes the economics of, of what you would do because, you know, prior to Kickstarter, my biggest way to, to earn mu- or, uh, get revenue and actually sell my books was direct to fans at conventions. And, you know, I still do a lot of conventions. I still do very well at them, but conventions have that big time cost. Uh, you've got a, a rent table space and, you know, some, some tables go as much as, you know, $900 for six feet of, of the table uh, or more. Uh, depending upon the show, and and then you know you're working, you're hand selling, and and the, the number of people that you can possibly reach is very limited when you're doing direct. Um, but uh, I, I often t- refer to Kickstarter as like a big month-long online convention, um, and I try to inject that sort of direct contact and, and communications with with my backers throughout the month that that sort of gives it that feel, and then makes people you know. It, it, it converts people that might be sort of interested in what you're doing or, or have an inkling to it into, you know, fans and, you know, some of them super fans. And that's, that's an awesome tool to be able to use. Okay, I got a couple of questions. Man, there's so many questions. And I, I have a whole page of questions. And we're going to run out of time long before I get to all my questions. So um, what, what are some big conventions that if I wanted to go find out comics, which conventions should I go to? Well, I mean, the biggest one out on the West Coast is the San Diego Comic Con, but you know, some some folks will say that that has been sort of taken over more as a, a media event and the movies and, and Hollywood sure. and, and, and as less of a less okay. of a comic show. Yeah, so the one that I would yeah, go ahead. If you if, if you want to really get a sense of um, what the comic scene is like um, out on the West Coast, uh, I've heard nothing but great things about the Emerald City Comic Con up in, in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those shows that it puts comics first and it has, and it's, it's been growing and, and, uh, at a great rate. Um, but it's still sort of maintained that comics first feeling. And, and, you know, I never, I've never heard a creator or a fan say a bad thing about that show. What about Salt, um, the Salt Lake, uh, Salt, uh, Comic Con? I guess they had a huge one, 50, 60,000 people last year. Yeah, so I mean, they they had a debut that was pretty much off the charts. Um, so you know, if that one's close uh, close by or worth worth driving to, I would I would definitely check that out because they really they came out of the gate strong. Now, for me, my best show is the Boston Comic Con. Um, we do very well at New York, but the costs of New York sort of 
<laughs> outweigh some of the uh, some of the the benefits of, of doing it. I still love that show, but the Boston Comic Con is sort of my local show, and that's a show that's been growing steadily um, each year. Um, but and, and one thing you find um, with both Kickstarters and conventions is, you know, you'll get a lot of repeat uh, customers if, if you're putting out good work, and, and people will come back and, you know. Year one, they might look at your stuff, and uh, but they see you back year after year, and before you know it, they're buying everything on your table. So, How, okay, um, another question: but, yeah. How much of your yep. work is digital versus print? What's what's that mix? So, um, I, I mentioned Comicsology earlier, and, and about a year a year and change ago, we finally got uh, on that platform. They started off as a um, they started off, you know, signing up whoever they could sign up, and then they made some big deals with Marvel and DC that sort of took all their bandwidth, and so they they closed down submissions. But um, they've, in the past year, have have started a submission thing where anybody who's who's creators could um, could submit work their, their comics through them, and then go through them, and they're sort of the the largest digital comic seller. And so. Um, our sales on that platform have actually been better than I would have. I, I thought going into it, I, I have been really low on digital because it's sort of like you know you still need those marketing, the the, the marketing efforts and, and and things. But comic sales sales have been pretty good. They did about ten percent of what our print sales have done, um, and and hopefully growing. And and but but of course the the benefit of that is. That's ten percent that requires no inventory and no, um, right. and will never go out of sale. And no, um, yeah, no but, manufacturing costs after the initial creation of the art right. and, and writing. Um, but 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 to be honest, I think you know in terms of digital distributors, Kickstarter is as good as Comixology for most. Will will be as good as Comixology for most creators because you know those five dollar digital rewards or or digital PDF rewards that. Um, People can put on the lower end of the, the Kickstarter pledge levels. You know, they they can add up. And uh, I mean, you know, uh, for the oxymoron book, we had four hundred and fifty dollars uh, was raised um, just in digital sales alone. Um, which the fact that there's no then costs associated with filling those rewards that means that that money is going a hundred percent into um, the the project uh, goal and, and, and producing the product. So. I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely a big fan of digital subscriptions. Well, that, that's interesting because that's really transforming the the industry. We're almost out of time, so I need to. I, I what I want to do is ask you about your Kickstarter campaigns, not uh, the Red Ten, but you have written a ton of advice to people about Kickstarter, about how to make their project successful, and it's really come from this. Even though it's around comic books, it, it's something that every Kickstarter project owners should know. What I want to know is, would you be willing to come back on the show and talk about this last one was about artwork and imagery for your Kickstarter. Would you be willing to come back and talk about that? Yeah, sure thing. I mean, I think, um, you know, and, and, and we don't have to get into it now, but you often, you know, refer to Kickstarter as a, a social media platform, right? And, yeah. um, and I think it's a visual first social media platform, uh, which is important to, to, to stress that. And, um, you know, depending, I think the different subcultures of and project categories on Kickstarter have different sort of barriers to entry or, or expectations. Um, comics, obviously, the visuals are going to be very, very high. 
but um, I think there's some general principles um, that uh, readers should definitely and project creators um, should should know and, and study and, and put into practice when they're putting their page together because it, it'll go a long way to um, to making your project stand out and getting you getting you funded. All right, we're, we're going to talk about that next time. We're out of time, uh, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining me uh, to talk about and kind of the impact that uh, comics have had on Kickstarter and vice versa. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Um, and uh, keep up doing the good work. And remember, next uh, next Saturday or Saturday, May third, free comic book day. Go check them out. We'll we'll check them out. You've been listening to Funding the Dream. Uh, my guest has been Tyler James, the creator of ComicsTribe.com, a great resource for not just comics but a ton of information about Kickstarter. I'm always inspired when I get information from Tyler, and I know that you have been too. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Take care. <laughs>